Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode, of course, of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. This is episode 136, and I've just realized that now 136 times I have done that introduction. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. That's a lot of consistency for a manifesto, and I'm just having a moment of appreciating myself for having done this podcast for so long and having done so many episodes and still really digging it, still really being, you know, part of it and and enjoying the experience of creating podcasts. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for catching me in my moment of just recognizing myself as a manifester, that is a really beautiful thing. Okay. You know that we have been talking quite a lot about relationships so far this year. Um, We've also been doing our really cool guest series, bringing on all of these different guests, um, different human design teachers who are really informing us and helping us to see ourselves as manifestors from an outside lens. We just went through in March the most beautiful, spectacular series with the gorgeous Vanessa Henry, who is a 6'2 ego manifester, and she recorded with me a four-part teaching podcast series on the variables. So if you haven't listened to that and you are into the variables, which are the four arrows on your chart and really tell you a whole lot about your design and your physical health and your ability to learn and so much goodness, go back and have a listen to those episodes because they were just, they were phenomenal. But now moving forward into Back to our regular programming, essentially, recording this solo podcast episode for you, I want to come back home to that theme of relationships because really that's what 2023 is about. Collectively, we're still continuing to journey through integrating lessons about relationships. Um, We had a numerological year six last year, which is a year of relationships. Um, And this year we are collectively in a year seven, which means we're going into the spiritual integration. We're going into the introspection, all of the embodiment of the lessons. And it's been really beautiful to see that people have been journeying through, sometimes very with great difficulty. Um, So far this year, people have really been journeying through that space of integrating the lessons from relationships and really going through some spiritual awakenings and some shifts and some embodiment, which, you know, there's all of these very pretty terms for that, right? You know, we say, oh, it's releasing, it's purging, it's healing, it's clearing. 
those things are very hard to do and they're not actually pretty and most often they feel like a dark night of the soul and they feel like you're losing your mind when you're doing that in relationships you have the complexity of another person being involved so i am i am right alongside you i have absolutely been going through that i am in a personal numerology year 6 um i came out of a year 5 last year obviously and in a year 6 this year so I am just elbow deep, like well up above my waist in the waters of relationships and navigating through so many dynamics and changes and shifts and awarenesses in my own relationships in my life. And as a line four, I'm a a four six, as a line four, this has been pivotal for me. This has been all consuming going into this experience around relationships. So I am right at the point now where I am starting to get enough objectivity. God bless that line six, starting to get enough objectivity to really be sharing the lessons as I'm going. I still don't feel like I have the complete picture, but I want to make myself available to be sharing those lessons with you about being in relationships as a manifester as they come to me. So please know that I'm only kind of one or two steps down the road here and I'm just taking a pause to to share what I've learned so far. And the podcast seems like a really perfect place to do that because we can do this in, in bite-sized pieces where I can just bring you, bring you the lessons, bring you some of the understandings and these things that I have seen in the manifesto energy, in relationships, in myself, in all of these beautiful manifestors that I get to observe. And thank you for so many of you sharing so openly to give me insight and scope into these things too. So, all right, I'm not going to keep yabbering on about that. There you go. You've been informed about where we're at. (laughs) Informing time is done. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about being a relationship initiator, being a relationship initiator. We know that initiation, this energy of being an initiator is pivotal to the manifesto experience. And because I so frequently get people asking me, what does initiation actually mean? You kill me with that guys. You really kill me with that. (laughs) Let me just define that a little bit for you. We're talking about as manifestors, we are the initiators. So we have the ability to commence. We have the ability to begin to start. That's what initiating is. It says, I am the first domino that goes down and knocks down all of the other dominoes, right? I am the firework that goes off that then lights up the sky. We are the people that begin every single energetic process that happens in the world, which is fairly mind-blowing when you think about that, that 9% of the population is responsible for energetically commencing, creating, beginning every single energetic experience that happens. So everything that was ever created was created by a manifester at some point. Woo, that's wild. When we apply that to relationships, of course, manifestors are the initiators of relationships. And we can look at that very, very loosely. We can look at that very superficially, which I have 
you know, touched on briefly in the past where um, it's a really great thing for a manifester to initiate specifically the relationship that they want. If you're dating, go out there and initiate those relationships. If you want a new friend, go and initiate someone into being your friend. Inform people that you want to be in relationship with them and energetically initiate that relationship, energetically initiate that process. It's actually really empowering for a manifester to do that. And um, people feel incredibly special. The feedback that I've received from so many people is that when a manifester does that, they feel really chosen. It feels very sacred. So I, I think that it's a, a win-win, right? That's really aligned for us. And it also helps other people to feel really loved and really recognized. The truth though, is that it's, it's a whole lot deeper than that. Our, our unconscious ability to be the initiators is happening everywhere with everything in every moment. We can't stop ourselves from being the initiators. That, that is what our energy does. We don't turn it on and off. It doesn't disappear in our risk cycle and only come out in our creative cycle. No, we are, we are always initiating at every single millisecond of the day. Our energy is always initiating because that is the frequency within which we exist as manifestors. That means for us, we are doing our initiating almost entirely unconsciously. We don't even necessarily see when or how we have initiated anything unless we're consciously doing it, unless we are perhaps in a creative urge and we are consciously initiating, unless we are um, trying to make something happen, trying to make something move, then we are consciously initiating. But that doesn't remove the fact that we are always unconsciously initiating anyway. This is where we start to see some complication in relationships because manifestors in every single relationship in your life, and I'm talking about your family, your siblings, your parents, your partner, um, your business partners, your staff, your colleagues, your boss, your friends, your best friends, the guy that makes your coffee, the person that takes you know the money for your parking ticket. You are initiating in every single human interaction that you have. Your energy is the initiating energy in every single relationships, every, every single relationship, <laughs> every single relationship. Your energy is the initiator in every single one of them. Remember, that means your energy goes first. Your energy is the catalyst so every experience that you have in every relationship is in fact initiated by you, initiated by your energy. This is where some manifestors really, and I'm actually going to say a lot, I think a lot of manifestors really start to get into a bit of a pickle. I have definitely noticed this in myself. This is where I start to get into some kind of complex choppy waters in relationships because it feels 100% correct for us to be the initiator, 100% correct for us to say, okay, the energy in this relationship, that's under my jurisdiction. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to set the tone. I'm going to choose the direction where we're going to go in the way that I feel is correct for me to go. But we're not unwounded people. We're not flawless people. As manifestors, we are wounded. We are traumatized. 
We have attachment wounds. We have anxiety. We have core wounds. We have shadow. We have conditioning, right? We even have our throat wounds. We are not always in relationships initiating from an ideal energetic standpoint. Now, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, we would say, okay, manifestors are the initiators of all energy in relationships. That's great. When a manifestor is in alignment, all their relationships will be working out. Of course. But the world is not perfect and we are not free of wounding. And so a manifestor who is unconsciously initiating is likely to be initiating from a place of wounding in their relationship and you are triggering the wounding in other people. You can see why we start to get into some trouble here, don't we? Remember that every single relationship is a mirror. All relationships are mirrors. This is just a fundamental truth of existence. All relationships are mirrors. So everything that you are seeing reflected back to you in your relationships as a manifestor was initiated by you. Just take that in again. Every single thing you see reflected back to you in your relationship as a manifestor was originally initiated by you. Everyone in your life is responding to your energy. Remember, your energy can be unconscious or conscious. And in relationships, we're doing a lot of unconscious. I would say almost the boatload of our initiating in relationships is unconscious. We're not intentionally doing it. We're not consciously being mindful of what it is that we're initiating. And so we see these responses start to come back in because this is the natural mechanics of being an initiator energy. Everyone is responding to you. Everyone is responding to you. You are the first energy and then people respond to your energy. When you are initiating something in a relationship, every moment in all of your relationships, whatever you're doing, you're initiating. And you're seeing this stuff reflected back to you. Really what you're seeing is the responses to your energy. These responses can be on a, a, a varied scale, of course, because humans are autonomous, right? And they have their own shit and they will respond to you from that place of their own shit, just like we are doing. Generally speaking, though, we'll see kind of two polarized responses to a manifest energy in relationships. We will see that a manifester can really activate someone can really, you know, excite them, inspire them. We often refer to this as magnetizing. People will be really lit up. They'll feel like there's this warmth and there's this sacredness in being involved with your energy and they'll be, they'll use it. They're using that initiating energy to grow. Generally speaking, this is people who have done their own journey of healing or they're at least partway through, right? These people who are self-aware, they're conscious, they um, are not living in a place of energetic resistance, they're living in a place of energetic surrender. They want to be catalyzed. They want to be catalyzed by a manifesto. And so when they get up in your space, they're like, oof, what a gift. What a gift to be in this energy that is initiating me in this way. But then we have this other group of people on the other end of the spectrum who get up into that energy of being initiated by a manifestor and it triggers them. It triggers their wounds. It triggers their shadows. It triggers their conditioning. And that's very intense and they respond from that place, right? Which comes bumping all the way back 
to the manifester. And often for us, we can get this sort of surprised experience where we're, because we're not consciously initiating you, like we, I'm not deliberately setting out to trigger your wounds. And yet all of a sudden you're coming back to me with this triggered behavior, right? This projecting, this sometimes gaslighting, this, you know, emotional volatility. What the heck did I do? (laughs) Like, what the heck did I say that created that? Nothing. It's just your energy was initiating it. This means that as manifestors in every relationship, and I, and I don't want to place you know, too heavy a burden on you for this, but I also want to emphasize the importance of working on this within yourself as a manifestor. You have the ultimate responsibility to know what you are consciously and unconsciously initiating in your relationships. You are the initiator, so you are responsible for that initiating energy. Remember, everything that is being reflected back to you in your relationships was initiated by you. That was energy that was initiated by you. So what is it that you are initiating? What is it that you are seeing reflected back to you in these mirrors of your relationships? And how can you take responsibility for moving perhaps unconscious initiating into conscious initiating? This is where informing and boundaries come in. We know that informing is a technique for us. We know that we find it challenging in relationships, especially we can find informing really draining, um, especially when we're involved in a relationship with somebody who perhaps doesn't listen to our informing. But informing here is the linchpin. Like informing here is the thing that helps you to consciously initiate in a relationship Because remember, the goal of informing, the purpose of informing is that you are opening that doorway in your closed aura so that the person you are dealing with can see in for a moment. So when we are initiating people in relationships and they are just having a response to the energy that we are initiating, when we use informing, we say, hey, come and see inside a little bit. See what it is that I'm doing here. See what it is that I'm consciously doing. See more of me. Understand why we're having this experience together. You need to be clearly informing in your relationships. You need to be working on that. And I see this like left, right, and center with manifestors in relationships. I I experienced this myself for a number of years. So we get good at informing around work or business or money or getting into this relationship with informing the universe. But then we suck at informing in our intimate relationships with our friends, with our partners, with our family. We don't inform there because we find it too too complex, too hard. We get too caught up in fear of, well, they're not going to listen to my informing anyway. That doesn't matter. Informing in your relationships allows you to move from unconscious initiating to conscious initiating. And that responsibility lays on your shoulders. Largely when we are informing in relationships, really what we're doing is placing boundaries. As manifestors, we're saying, I am energetically initiating our relationship to go in this direction and I am placing the terms around that. I'm placing the boundaries around that. And 
I mean, I probably should record a whole episode just on on boundaries for manifestors alone. I think that's something that I'm navigating through on a deeper level at the moment. I spent much of 2020 journeying through boundaries. um, And you see that reflected in my business. We hold very clear, informed boundaries in our business. Um, And I think that I'm journeying through it personally on a much deeper level when it comes to intimacy and relationships. So give me some time to work that one out fully before I come back to you with lessons. But what I do know is that when we are informing in our relationships, we are, we're very clearly setting energetic boundaries. We're saying, this is the path that I am carving out. This is the direction that I want us energetically to go in. Here are the requirements for that. It's up to you how you respond to it. It's up to you how you come back to me. When we do this, when we inform, it gives other people an opportunity to consciously respond. So, right, when we're unconsciously initiating, people are unconsciously responding. When we are consciously initiating and we're doing that with informing, it gives the other person a, a opportunity to consciously respond. You see, this is when we're moving from unconscious into conscious and stuff starts to become a whole lot more clear and stuff starts to become a whole lot um, lighter and freer in our relationships. But you have to be the one to start that. We really want to give other people, these people that we're in any kind of relationship with, we want to give them a genuine place of autonomy in how they consciously respond to us. This is, this is a pitfall for manifestors. This is a big one. So listen to this. Because we have wounds around control, control is one of the core wounds for manifestors. We don't like to be controlled. We have trauma associated with having been controlled by other people. We don't want to be controlling to other people necessarily. But because we're so wounded by experiences of having been controlled or people attempting to control us, we will naturally, and very again, very unconsciously, because this is from a place of wounding, we will try to control the responses of others. We'll try to control the responses of others. It is, it's just what we do. We say, I'm going to set the parameters for how you are allowed to respond to me. And we stop giving people in our lives the autonomy to respond in the way that they choose to respond. This creates a disconnect in relationships. And this is where manifestors can start to do a lot of damage in their relationships. Imagine the force, that force of energy of being in a relationship with a manifester and then having that manifester subtly but consistently trying to control you and control how you respond. Now, like I recognize this in myself. I'm taking ownership here to say this is certainly a pattern that I have been in, which may be surprising for a lot of you because I'm I'm actually a very nice lovely, warm, delightful, friendly person. But certainly, certainly I have spent many years in patterns of controlling responses from other people because it makes me feel safer to do that. We have to heal that. We do. And I am, I am journeying through healing that. We cannot control how other people respond to us. That is outside of our jurisdiction. That's outside of our space as manifestors. We can't control how people are going to respond. What we can do is consciously initiate. We can inform 
We can use boundaries if we feel like we need to be in a place of safety. And then we can simply observe how people respond. This is something that I've learned just recently, which has been really, really cool. And I kind of, a little bit further down the track, I want to record a specific episode on particularly the manifester to manifesting generator relationship, because I find that manifestors often when we're in relationships with MGs, we start to get this like push pull thing going on with who gets to control the direction like who gets to control the initiating and it just gets really messy. It gets really messy. Anyway, so that's, that's a side point. I want to come back to allowing people autonomy to respond, right? But particularly if you're in a relationship in any way with an MG, you're going to see this intensified in that particular relationship because an MG is responding with the biggest force out of anybody else. And this is kind of the beautiful thing when you see two manifestors in a relationship, you'll start to see that manifestors don't actually respond to each other. You just have like one person making an initiating statement and then the other person makes an initiating statement. And that's the conversation with manifestors. <laughs> just like, I initiate, you initiate, I initiate, you initiate, right? We're not responding to each other. And that's why manifestor to manifestor relationships generally seem quite easy. I'm not saying that across the board. Some are, some are very difficult, but two manifestors largely in alignment are going to communicate really easily. A manifestor with anybody else is creating a response. We're initiating a response from people and a response from a reflector is usually quite soft and beautiful. A response from a projector can be very supportive or it can be very abrasive. Um, A response from a generator, again, can be very warm, can be very like illuminating, or it can be very frustrating. A response from an MG is probably equal force, right, to our initiating. The response that is going to come from an MG, whether good or bad, is going to come with force. It's going to come with force behind it because that is the MG energy. What often happens with manifestors when we receive responding from another person is that we then naturally respond to the responding. And we start to go in this loopy, 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 loopy loop of responding. They respond and then we respond to their responding and then they respond to our responding and then we respond to their responding to their responding. And all of a sudden... The manifester is not in sovereignty anymore. All of a sudden, the manifester is not in that initiator role anymore. All of a sudden, the manifester is feeling like they are being pulled on, like they are being demanded to respond, like there is pressure, like they are being caught up in somebody else's energy. And that is not a place that we want to be. We don't want to be at the will of somebody else's energy. We're not designed to be at the will of somebody else's energy. That's why we have a closed protective aura. But when you allow yourself to respond to somebody else's responding, that's exactly the process that you are stepping into. That's exactly the cycle that you are allowing yourself to be involved in. And as as trippy as it sounds, as kind of mind-bending as this sounds, what we really need to do is allow other people to respond to our initiating, observe that response. And from that standpoint, we can say, do I want to continue to be involved in this? Okay, I'm going to initiate again. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to respond to what you've just said or what you've just done. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to observe it. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to honor it because I'm a good person. 
But then I'm going to initiate again, consciously initiate from my energy once again. Or, or we can say, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. And so I'm not going to respond. And I'm also not going to initiate. I'm going to exit. I'm going to be out. This simplifies a lot of our communication as manifestors, while at the same time, placing quite a, quite a responsibility on our shoulders for how we are communicating, for how we are energetically initiating people around us. But my friends, woof, I'm telling you, I've been learning this. I have been learning this and experimenting with this and putting it in place and talking to a lot of manifestors and, and seeing them have experiences doing the same thing. When we can own ourselves like this, when we can own our initiating energy like this in relationships, what we do is that we, we take claim of our sovereignty. We take claim from our sovereignty here. We own our standpoint as manifestors. We are protective of our own energy. We are fully empowered and in our power as manifestors. And that, that my friends, always creates exactly the outcome that is needed. This is the most loving way that you can exist in your relationships with other people. It is just the most loving way that you can exist in your relationships with others because you are giving them a clear experience of being initiated. You are giving them the freedom and the autonomy to choose how to respond in the way that they wish to respond. And then you are not getting caught up in the mix of responding to their responding, your wounding hitting their wounding, right? You are giving people the space and the freedom to say, this is my energy. Let me lay it clearly out on the table for you. Are you ready to be involved in this? Are you ready to be involved in this? Because it's, it's a lot and it's sacred and it's powerful and I don't give it to everyone. So if you're not ready, I love you and I'm going to let you exit. And I'm, I'm going to initiate that exit as well. Let me do a little synopsis because this was a lot to, to journey through, especially for those of us with an undefined head. <laughs> right? We're like, whoa, this is a big concept. Number one, take care of your own wounds and know what energy you are initiating from in your relationships. As much as is possible, move your unconscious initiating into conscious initiating. Number two, Use informing and boundaries to set energetic direction in your relationships. You are here to initiate the whole foundation of every single relationship. And that's something that can move. It can shift. It's not like one and done. It's not like, you know, we set an energetic direction because we initiated and then that's it. That's locked in stone. That's the only direction that the relationship can ever go. Heck no. A manifester can change that direction at any time. This is something that we can do in collaboration with the people that we're in relationships with. It's really important for manifestors to have seasonally, uh, bleh, bleh, sorry, seasonally changing relationships for our relationships to evolve with us as we evolve. That means we really are kind of often using informing and boundaries in our relationships to set the energetic direction right, to initiate the pathway forward. Because as we change, we need the people around us to accommodate that. And finally, number three, let other people respond. Give other people freedom to respond how they choose to respond. 
and then don't get caught up in responding to the responding. Initiate to responses or walk away. Oh, that came together in a nice, neat little package, didn't it? <laughs> that, felt, that felt nice and easy. I kind of like that. Okay, this felt like a sweet little masterclass on relationships. I'm really enjoying talking about all of this and diving into this. I feel like we're healing. We are healing manifestors. We are having new experiences in relationships and it's just, it's time, you know, it is time because we've spent a long time being lonely and being hurt and we really don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. We just need to go through a healing journey and really owning ourselves in relationships and honoring ourselves in relationships. And then we can initiate an entirely new way of being in connection with others. Whoa, what a gift. Holla, what a gift we have to be able to do that as initiators. Okay, before I go, I want to tell you about one little thing. You're going to see this in the show notes as well, but I just wanted to do a bit of a, a verbal rundown. You might have been seeing already through emails or through social media that we have just released something called the Manifested District. The Manifested District. This is a off-social media community platform exclusively for manifestors. This is a place that we have created for manifestors to gather, for manifestors to connect, for manifestors to build relationships with each other, and for manifestors to heal. We trialed out a few elements of this in late 2022. We did our manifestor incubators, which was just manifestors came into group calls together. We put you in breakout rooms. You have this opportunity to connect directly with one or two other manifestors and to build these relationships. And it was a smash. I mean, it had such big impacts on people. And we really wanted to wrap that as the core theme of the Manifesto District. So the Manifesto District is kind of like a little membership club. It's kind of like a little Manifesto country club, I suppose, where you on a monthly term, you can sign up for one month and then come in month in, month out, whatever you like. We're not locking you into anything because autonomy. Or you can sign up for three months at a go and get a discount. But you get this month's access to coming to as many of the incubator calls as you would like, where you can connect with all these other manifestors. We also give you access to some additional um, manifestor reflections, some behind the scenes stuff. I'm providing an audio every single month that you can listen to. We're going to go through stuff like the transits. We're going to go through stuff like collective patterns that are coming up for manifestors. This is just going to be deep reflections on the manifestor experience that is not my standard teaching style in every other program. You get a fully downloadable guide to all the transits at what, what transits are and all of the gates so that you can really start to hone in on that because as manifestors, we're very affected by the transits. You also get access to a close friends list on Instagram stories where, again, I'm going to be sharing content with you that other people are not seeing, giving you a behind the scenes look into what life really is as an aligned manifestor, the struggles of that, the wins of that, you know, what I'm learning, what I'm going through, letting you observe me in a much more intimate way than I do in any other content. If you've noticed, usually I don't allow intimacy in my content, right? So this is a very special space to be in. You also get a discount on purchasing other products. 
You get a higher discount if you sign up for three months of the Manifested District, a slightly lower discount if you sign up for one month. But we're keeping this low cost. We're keeping this easily accessible. We're keeping this very simple and streamlined. It is here. The Manifested District is here for you to develop relationships and for you to develop a more intimate relationship with yourself as a manifester. Relationships outwards, relationships inwards. That's what the Manifested District is all about. So I hope that you will check it out. We're so, so thrilled to be getting this out in the world. You have no idea how long we've been working on this. We're so thrilled to get it out in the world. So jump into the show notes, go and have a look at that. Um, This is probably the lowest cost investment for the highest result, I think, um, for like that real time experience and growth and transformation as a manifester. So have had a look. That's what I'm informing you that I would love you. I would love you to go and have a look if any of that feels like it resonates with you. Okay, I am wrapping up. I am done. I am going to be back in a couple of weeks for another solo episode. But in the meantime, you're going to have the gorgeous Taylor um, bringing you podcast episodes. I love her language, love the way that she comes in to teach you guys. Thank you so much for being here and listening. Thank you for taking this journey with me as manifestors moving through our relationships. And as always, until next time, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.